Student Transitions Podcast. I'm Scott Morrow, Associate Director of Strategy for the Florida Consortium of Metropolitan Research Universities. This podcast is produced by the Florida Consortium, whose membership includes Florida International University, University of Central Florida, and the University of South Florida. We're supported through a generous gift from Helios Education Foundation. So let's get started. And I introduce our Executive Director, Michael Preston. Thanks, Scott. I am Michael Preston. I'm the Executive Director of the Florida Consortium of Metropolitan Research Universities. You know, each podcast, we try to make sure to say that full term as many times as possible. I'm also your host of the Student Transitions Podcast. We're excited this week uh, for our topic, which is course equivalency, and for our guest, Dr. Jennifer Bravo of Florida International University. Dr. Bravo is Director of Academic and Support Services at FIU and as a member of our Consortium Transfer Success Network. Jennifer has been a good friend of mine for many, many years and was one of the original members of our Transfer Success Network. Jennifer, do you remember that first time driving down, uh, I guess driving up the Turnpike, uh, whenever we all got together in that one room on, on UCF's campus? I was brand new with the Consortium myself. We ordered Subway, I think, didn't we? Yes, we did. Yes, we did. That was 2017. So it's been, no, 2018, yeah. uh, spring 2018. We had our first meeting um, here at FIU um, the summer of 2017. So, so yeah, it's been, uh, it's been a few years that we've been, that have been working on with this group. It was very, very fruitful has been these years that we've been working together. Thank God. Absolutely. Absolutely. So welcome to the show, Jennifer. We're glad you're here. Um, Ultimately, uh, we're here to talk about course equivalency, but we also want to get to know a little bit about you because uh, we want our listeners to know the kinds of uh, professionals that are associated with the work that we're doing with Transfer Success. So this is the most obvious and first question. Tell the audience a little bit about yourself and your work at FIU and and maybe how you even got to FIU in the first place. Let's let's go way back. <laughs> way back. So I started as a recruiter. I started um, at Miami-Dade College. And my first, first job at uh, Miami-Dade College was uh, as a recruiter, but I also had the responsibility of putting together our orientations for my campus and also doing some student um, life activities. That's how, that's how I started. And that ended up being that the bulk of my work um, ended up being student life. And that was a campus that was um, in the process of transitioning from being a center to a campus. So it was a very exciting time because I had the opportunity of creating the foundation for the recruitment, the orientation, and the student life offices um, that now are there in that, in that campus. So I was at Miami-Dade for about 18 years. Um, and in those 18 years, I worked at four different campuses, had many different responsibilities from working with uh, the College Reach Out Program, which was a state-funded grant, working with um, academic advising, working with the Honors College. Um, I had to, the opportunity to oversee the testing department, international admissions, and um, recruitment at Miami-Dade College, Kendall. That was my last position at Miami-Dade. And then that's when I started working with our partners at FIU. So we started working um, back then in a program um, that was called the dual language, the dual um, degree program, which is a program that has started in FIU since 2006. 
and is now called our Connect for Success program. So that's how I was first introduced to our bridge program between Miami Data and FIU. And then I transitioned to FIU to be the director of transfer and transition services. And Connect for Success is part of our of the three units that are under our umbrella. So it's been 24 years, um, a lot of exciting projects, amazing people that I've met through my career in higher education. So my passion is working with students. I love working directly with the students. At Miami-Dade, I had the opportunity to prepare students to transfer out. And here at FIU, I received the transfer students. So it's, it's, I have had the opportunity to work at both ends, which gives me a different perspective and a sensitive to the needs of our, of our transfer population here at FIU. So yes, well, Michael, so it's been a long trajectory. <laughs> absolutely. Well, um, first off, you mentioned Kendall. Uh, I think I went on my first date uh, to the, the theater there in Kendall at the mall. Oh, really? Uh, so that, that just tells you, you know, how, how deep our roots run here in Florida, yeah, doesn't yeah. it, Jennifer? Yeah. Um, yeah. And so uh, she's actually a Facebook friend of mine. Give, you know, consider that. Uh, life is pretty weird. Well, you talk about this idea of bridge, um, you know, your first bridge program there. Uh, FIU literally builds bridges to uh, your state college partners. Uh, and as a national leader, in assisting in student transitions. Can you talk a little bit about FIU Connect for success and the program and its impact on transfer success? Yes, so we, the Connect for Success program was officially launched um, 2016 and it was a redesign, it was rebranded um, from the original dual admission program that was started in, um, the MOU was started in um, 2006. So the difference between the two programs is the fact that with Connect for Success, um, not only are we bridging students from Miami-Dade College, Broward, and Palm Beach, but um, we have staffing that is now at the different locations, and they're focusing on making sure that the students are advised from a strength perspective. So the, all, our, all of our bridge advisors have been trained on strengths, um, the strengths finder. And they've been doing an amazing job um, advising students, advising um, our underrepresented populations, which is very important. And our bridge advisors represent those student populations. So the students are able to see in our staff themselves, which I think is critical um, because it helps the students connect with our staff. And it's really, um, it's really been a very um, fulfilling experience. Um, watching the program continue to grow. Um, and 81% of our C4S students are enrolled at Miami-Dade College, which is our biggest partner. So it's a, it's a, huge, um, it, it's a huge undertaking, um, but we have an incredible associate director, an incredible group of bridge advisors that really, they do an amazing job. Is it safe to say that most of uh, your bridge advisors um, and most of the folks that work in this transition uh, program at FIU, um, did most of them attend FIU? And, and, and in many cases, were many of them transfer students themselves? Not necessarily. So we okay. have staff that, so for example, we actually have one of our Bridges advisors. She used to be a Connect for Success student. So she has really done a full circle. She started at Miami-Dade. She was recruited at Jackson Senior High School, which is a local um, inner city high school here in Miami. She attended Miami-Dade College Wilson campus. 
Then she transferred to FIU. She was part of the Connect for Success program at that time. She earned her bachelor's degree here and master's degree, and now she's giving back in our program. So she oversees, she's one of the bridge advisors that we have working at Miami-Dade College and Palm Beach State as well. So she has a dual role in our, in our, um, in our office. Then we have, yeah. And then we have other um, bridge advisors that um, we have another one that he actually um, taught in Dubai. So he speaks multiple languages. Um, He taught in Dubai. He taught, he taught in Thailand and now we have him here with us. So he has this international perspective um, he's Cuban and he's able to really connect with the students that are from international locations and he's able to communicate with them in four different languages. So that gives us another reach that we have. Um, all of our bridge advisors are bilingual, which is great because they can connect with all the different cultures that we have here in South Florida. That's awesome. I mean, after all, it is Florida International University. It's not a uh, Florida uh, local university. So exactly. that, that that really is in the name and, and you're living out that creed. So as you know, being a transfer student can be kind of a scary thing. Uh, you're not sure exactly what your next institution is going to be like. Uh, a lot of these students may grow up knowing about FIU, but I would, would not be surprised if a number of them had never even been on campus before. Um, we even have a name for it. It's called transfer shock. How <laughs> yes. does... How does FIU work with uh, your college partners at like Miami-Dade or Broward College to reduce that transfer shock for students before they get to campus? So we really don't like to use the word transfer shock because we don't want to scare our students. Mm-hmm. What we've tried to do is embed different opportunities and different programming, both at um, our state colleges, but also here at FIU. So students feel comfortable that they're aware what the transition is going to be like and they have an opportunity to come visit the campus so just to give an example the bridge advisors have um events meet and greets that the students meet with them and they meet each other they have the opportunity to come here at fiu on campus they have the student id so they're able to attend the football games they're able to go to the library. They're able to do all these things that regular FIU students do. So they start connecting with the campus. Um, and it's an opportunity for them to get comfortable with the campus, the size of it, finding parking. And that really eases a little bit of their anxiety. We know that the majority of your transfer students come from uh, state college partners that you have through the Florida college system. But really, FIU has transfer students from all over the country and all over the world, don't you? Yes, we do. We're very lucky in that sense. Again, the bulk of our students come from Miami-Dade College. So we have about, we have enrolled about 9,800 students each year. Do you have like a story of like someone who got to FIU in a really unique way, maybe from someplace you never thought they would somehow find? FIU? So we have students that come from all over the world. Um, We have a student that came from Cuba. They actually were, they studied in Cuba, but they actually came to the United States in a raft. So, so those are one of those unique stories that, that, you know, you're watching the news and, and you say, oh my God, you know, I wonder how, what it's like to do that. So to actually meet a student that has gone through that experience 
and to see the resilience of coming into the university and thriving, learning a second language, eventually being able to get their paperwork from, from Cuba, from their university, transfer in, um, learning the English and learning the different you know, um, customs that we have at the university setting here that is different than, than in their home country and seeing them graduate. That is just such an amazing, um, wonderful thing for us as a staff member to see that growth and meet these students and, and hear their story and see them be successful um, and live in the American dream is really, really um, it's an amazing opportunity for us to, to be a little bit of, you know, a piece of that success is, you know, to, to have a, a little bit of us involved in that is really uh, an amazing professional um, satisfaction to have. Wow. How humbling, right? You, you, yeah, you, you, yeah. you or I, we complain whenever traffic is bad trying to get to work. But oh, yeah. <laughs> you and you really and you really see it. You know, I recently I, I was in a cruise and we ended up being very, very close to the coast of Cuba. And I had never really thought about it. And when I saw that ocean, I saw the mountains, we were in a cruise ship and I'm thinking, oh, my God, what it, what kind of, you know, desperation a person and a family has to has to feel in order to get on a little boat and make that that journey and without knowing if they're going to make it alive or not. So it was really when I saw that um, this was like a couple of weeks ago that I had that opportunity. I, you know, had tears in my eyes because I had met students that have gone through that and to see them, you know, the ones that made it. And they tell you stories about people that came with them on their boat that didn't make it. So it's really, um, you know, it's human nature and, and meeting some wonderful individuals. So transfer students to me, they all have a story. They have amazing stories, whether they're 17 or 18, or whether somebody right now today, I'm working with a student that he's 75 oh, wow. and he wants to complete his bachelor. So I was reviewing his transcript this morning. So he's a transfer from Miami Day College. So those are stories that are just, you know, truly um, extraordinary. Well, uh, this that, that sets up our next question. And it's um, kind of discussing the idea of transfer ready and what that means. Uh, obviously, transfer ready for that 75 year old is going to look different than the, you know, the kid who's 18 or 19. Exactly. What does transfer ready mean to you? So for me is a student that had the opportunity to have some type of transfer advising at their state college. I'm hopeful that that happens at all the state colleges, that students are able to at least have a conversation with an advisor that can guide them through the pathway of what they need to take care of at the state college in order to be successful when they transfer to the university. We have um, transfer guides that our staff has designed. So our bridge advisors work on these every year, um, which are housed in our transfer.fiu.edu website. So these transfer guides, we have them for Miami Day College, Broward College, and Palm Beach State, which are three large um, transfer feeder institutions that we work with more, more closely. So these transfer guides list all the majors from FIU. For example, let's say accounting. So if you're an accounting major, you click there, it gives you a one page that lists all the, the courses that you should take in those two years at the state college that are going to have you be 100% prepared to transfer to FIU. It'll tell you if, there's a, if it's a limited access program. It'll tell you what GPA you need to have. 
in the case of accounting, which is why I picked that uh, major, they have to actually take a test prior mm. to admit to to transferring to FIU. So if they don't pass that test, they cannot be an accounting major. So knowing all these things ahead of time really prepares a student to be successful here at FIU. And research has shown us that students that come with all their prerequisites completed and their AA actually graduate quicker than those students that transfer without having all their prerequisites completed at the state college. So it's for the student's benefit to complete that AA, but it's not only completing the AA, it's finishing those prerequisites for that major that they're going to, to be transferring into at FIU. Yeah, as a matter of fact, um, the um, uh, Central Florida Educational Ecosystem Database, which uh, partners mm -hmm. Valencia and University of Central Florida, a consortium partner, found that for um, many computer science majors, that bump could be almost a 300 to 400% greater yes. chance of graduating from yes. that major. It's it's stunning. It's incredible. Yeah, there's it's incredible. And and you know, so that's that's awesome. So, you know, when we start talking about this idea of transfer readiness, you mentioned uh, you know, receiving and completing that AA before you transfer. You know, the students have this idea that they should rack up as many credit hours as they can. And we certainly want students to have all of the credit hours that are appropriate for them to transfer so that that shortens time to degree. Um, and you do so through what um, is called course equivalency. Now, first off, for those in the audience who are not familiar, can you let us know what course equivalency is and maybe what it's not? So course equivalency is, and I'll give you an example that I usually give when I'm explaining it to students. So let's say you are transferring from out of state. Florida has a very, um, I would say, transfer friendly um, public system. So we have something called the statewide course numbering system, which we call it the SCNS. So the SCNS, for example, English Composition 1 is ENC 1101 at Miami Dade College. At FAMU, which is a, it's a, a public state institution, also at UCF, also at FIU, also at Valencia College. So that course and its learning competencies are the same across the board at the state college and at the university, public university system. So that for Florida already gives us a bonus there. But when we're working with out-of-state students, which is the bulk of our equivalency work is for out-of-state students, if they have an English composition course from Georgia State University, it may or may not be equal to the course that we have um, in our state system in Florida. The competencies may be the same, but maybe they're not. So the course equivalency process is an opportunity for us to take a look at that syllabus from Georgia, take a syllabus from FIU and compare them. If 70% of the content is the same, then we award English 1101. If the content is a little bit less, but it has enough information that is still an English um, writing course, then we award it a pseudo. So we'll call it ENC UCC1. So it satisfies that section, but the, the class is not, you know, 100% like the one here at FIU. I don't know if that makes sense. So that's sure. the, like the easiest way that, that I can explain it to, um, you know, when I meet with students. That, so that didn't make sense. It's a concrete example. But you have, um, uh, uh, speaking of that, and, and I had an opportunity to go and, and take a look at it. And whenever we post this podcast, we'll post a link to 
uh, your TED system or a yes. transfer equivalency yes. database. Yes. Students have access to that no matter where they're at, right? All over the country, exactly. all over the world. So what, exactly. what does it do and why should a student care about it? So transfer, our transfer equivalency database um, has what we call rules. So is the courses. So, for example, as I was going, let me go back to the Georgia example. So when we receive that syllabus from Georgia and we compare it to FIU, we have two options. We can either award the credit to the student and that's it. Or we can create a rule. What does that mean? The rule means that we've programmed our PantherSoft, our PeopleSoft system, that every single student that comes from now on from that Georgia University that has that course, as soon as they pay their matriculation fee here at FIU, they're going to see that course equated automatically in their, in their transfer credit report. So they don't have to submit a syllabi. So it helps whoever comes after the students so that they don't have to submit syllabi and automatically they can see their transfer credits. So if a student is trying to decide, do I transfer to FIU or do I stay here in Georgia? They can see during that admissions period, the courses that we are already awarding them and they can make you know, an educated decision of what, what they should do. So our, our transfer equivalency database right now has 87,000 courses wow. that have been programmed into our PeopleSoft. And that's for domestic institutions. Those include not only U.S. institutions, but it also includes U.S. territories, for example, Puerto Rico and Guam. So if a student goes into our database and they don't find a course, that doesn't mean that we're not going to accept it. What that means is that we've never had a syllabi from that institution, from that particular course, that we've been able to do a rule for that course. So if a student doesn't see all his classes or her classes there, they can just go ahead, submit that syllabi to our office, and we can go ahead and evaluate it and let them know what the equivalency is going to be. Well, so, so they could come to this database. Let's say they have 33 hours from their current mm -hmm. institution. Mm -hmm. Exactly. They can get a report out that says, okay, 27 of the hours, we've got an equivalency. So you're good to go there. Then there's six hours that we're not sure about. So if you submit your syllabi for that, we might be able to get you those course credits too. Exactly. Exactly. So that is cool. it's very it's very simple because also we have transfer students that have been to different institutions across the nation. So let's say you, Michael, you took classes in Texas, you took classes in a school in New York and Florida. You can go in by state, by institution, by subject area, and you can pretty much already know from all the schools that you attended what we have accepted in the past and what syllabi we need you to bring to us so we can um, go ahead and evaluate and, and complete the course equivalency for your record. Wow. That has to really help with student recruitment and graduation, yes. doesn't yes. it? It really has. And, you know, anytime that we can, we can have our recruiters go out there and bring us syllabi, it's, it's amazing. So we've been doing some proactive work in the sense of we work with admissions, admissions tells, you know, they tell our office, hey, we have 20 students coming from University of Texas. So we can go ahead, reach out to Texas, have that syllabi sent to us. And by the time the student is fully admitted, all those classes in their first two years, um, and I'm talking about the general requirements, the, the university core curriculum, are posted to their record. And again, they can make the decision to come to FIU at that point. That's uh... Really, really impressive. Now, 
if I am a state college student, is Ted have any utility for me? Yes. So all pretty much, let's say you're coming from Miami Dade College. We get this all the time. The courses are listed there. Remember, the schools, whether they're state colleges or universities, they change their curriculum every once in a while. Hmm. So there's going to be new courses. There are going to be bachelors now that we have state colleges offering bachelors. So little by little, all those courses we've been adding to our to our database. Wow, that's that's really cool. Now, we are hoping with our current transfer success network to combine all of our databases because all three institutions have similar databases um, for the listeners out there. Florida International University by far has the most. Um, I'm just yeah. going to be pretty uh, transparent about that. However, I think you would agree if we combine all three, all of us will have a lot of access to to new and exciting courses that uh, perhaps students can get credit for. I agree. And also, we haven't touched the international population. So the TED that we have that is publicly um, viewed by everyone is for domestic courses. Our international database is internal. Um, so that one we haven't published yet. And we have about 7,000 um, international rules that we have there. Most of those rules are for international agreements. Mm. Um, international universities work a little different than our domestic. So for example, just to, you know, if we have a student that brings calculus one, so that calculus one, if they come from Miami-Dade College, we know it's the same calculus one that is taught here at FIU. From a foreign country, depending on which school, so for example, if you're a psychology major, that calculus that you take is different than the calculus the engineering major takes. Mm. Does that make sense? Sure, sure. So it's harder for us to, to decipher and program, okay, if... Michael is a psychology major and Scott is an engineer major and they're coming from the University of Havana, but the code is the same. So that's why those cases are done on an individual basis. You cannot create an automatic articulation um, rule for that course because it depends what major the student have and in which discipline that class was taken. The content is different. So that's why we have less, as you can see, 80,000 87,000 for domestic and 7,000 only for international. Wow. Well, still, that's uh, 7,000. It's a I lot. Bet you. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's quite a, I, I would, it's quite a robust um, um, profile, you know, that we have. If I was at the Hard Rock Casino and I was putting some money down on who has the most international articulated courses, I would say FIU is probably going to be pretty up there. Yeah, uh, yes, probably. And so, so, um, how do you think TED helps, like, say, underrepresented students or other populations who college access might be a challenge? I think it's really important, especially the financial piece. I've worked with students from out of state that finances and they're underrepresented and they want to come to Florida for different reasons. The weather, they, you know, um, I had a student that wants to come because we don't, you know, we're a little lax on, on relaxed on our masking <laughs> mandates. So I, was, I thought that was funny because I. I told you, you know, we wear masks here in Miami. It's not that we don't. And the student was just laughing. Um, so it's a good opportunity for students to go through it because it's free. They don't have to pay for it. So before they even apply and they pay those $30, they can go in and see, oh, my God, you know, FIU has all these courses that I've already taken. And this is what they're going to equate to. We have something, a tool that is called Major Map 
So they can do, they can print that out and look, okay, I'm a business major. These are the courses that I'm going to need for my business degree. These are the courses that I'm bringing. This is what FIU is saying that I have. I think I'm going to pick FIU. Why? Because if they apply for another institution and they don't have that information ahead of time, once they're there, so they've moved to Florida, found housing, which, you know, it's very expensive these days, Mm -hmm. get everything set up. And then they realize, oh, my God, I'm only getting 10 credits out of the 40 that I was transferring in. And at that point, they have to retake courses. So our goal is to try to make sure that that students bring us their syllabi so we can review it so they don't have to retake courses that they've already taken at their previous institution. That's smart. That's smart. And it it's good for everybody. It's good for uh, FIU because that's mm-hmm. a student that you now will be able to recruit and retain. And exactly. It, it's good for the student because it gets them to graduation on time. So Exactly. Exactly. And financially, they can make they can decide, you know, if I go to this school, I'm going to have to retake 20 courses. Maybe if I transfer to FIU, I only have to retake one. Absolutely. And then, and it's, and right now tuition is expensive and fees and books. So it really, that's the the main reason for our proactive work. Well, this is fantastic uh, information and, and the work that you're doing down at FIU is really, really impressive. Um, you know, a couple more questions before I let you go this afternoon, and you can hit that traffic at five o'clock, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, yes. How do faculty members interact with TED? So TED is used by everybody, faculty members, academic advisors, not only here at FIU, but also from the state colleges, um, our staff. And by the way, our course equivalency team is absolutely amazing. I have to give them um, all the praise they're headed by our associate director, Elizabeth Carrillo, and they do an amazing job, um, because this is hard work. It, it takes, it takes a lot of brain power, um, and they do really an amazing job. So Ted is used by quite a bit, um, of our, of our colleagues, not only across the university, but also our state college system. Wow. Fantastic. Well, um, is there, um, uh, anything else that you want to cover or, or anything that maybe I haven't asked you as we've had our discussion? I think that transfer students are really important to the university system. They bring flavor to the mix. Um, they bring experience. They bring knowledge. Um, not only our international students, but our students that come out of state. They bring other experiences that they share with our native um, freshmen. I think they bring so much value to our institutions that it's important to keep them at the forefront and to allocate more funding for them. Um, Most of the funding and the attention is usually um, geared to our first time in college, which is great. But our transfer population brings enrollment, brings all these wonderful things to our university campuses that I think we need to um, pay more attention to a little bit (laughs) to, uh, to that population. Um, sure. and, and really value what they bring to the table, which I think it's amazing, you know, academics and, and richness, um, the, the different cultures I've learned so many different things since I've been working here at FIU for the last six years, languages, the students write different sayings for me. I was working with a large group of Arabic students, um, and they were teaching me how to say different things in their language and. And it's, it's just an amazing experience to work with them. So just a, a shout out to our, to our transfer students um, that they're really the core and the reason why we do the work that we do. Well, 
that, yeah, they bring all those experiences. And there's a 75 year old out there that mm-hmm. that's that's yes. gonna uh, you know be at the football games and and you know you'll see yes. in the student union and all the all the things that make college such a great place to be. Uh, so, well, thank you so much, uh, Jennifer, for joining us today. This has been a great chat about um, not only course equivalency, but being a transfer student at FIU or at any of our st- uh, state universities is certainly uh, a fun and enjoyable opportunity that our students have. We're really, really lucky to live in a state that supports transfer students the way it does. Yeah. No, thank you so much, Michael, for for the invitation, the opportunity um, that you've given us today for me to share this information about our, our the work that we do here at FIU and in the consortium also, because it's a team effort. Um, if any of our listeners would like more information about what we do, our website is transfer.fiu.edu. Um, and we have a very robust um, website that provides students and prospective students um, a wealth of information. Wow. That's an easy one to remember, too. Uh, just, yes. <laughs> just remember, just transfer.fiu.edu. That edu. Wow. Fantastic. Yes. Well, hey, uh, thanks for joining us, everyone out there. Uh, we hope you have a great summer. Uh, it's going to be a hot one. And thank you for supporting the Florida Consortium, where we turn learning into talent for Florida's future. Uh, goodbye for now. And our next uh, podcast will be in about a month. <laughs>